1: In house.
2: In the Morning. Our our house. I'm Daddy Herman. You're listening to I Am Real Estate, and we're the only show on talk radio that's all about real estate and the millions of things that have to do with real estate, which right now, real estate is, when I tell you, off-the-wall crazy all across the country. Not only in the tri-state area, but it's just off-the-wall. So, hey, you know, I was thinking about it the other day and I thought, geez, you're in 9-11 because after 9-11 people said nobody will ever live downtown and nobody will certainly ever live in a high floor when the World Trade Center went down. And um, maybe a year and a half later, we had a boom. And same thing happened now with this pandemic. I mean, we were all worried. What's going to happen to our business? What's going to happen to real estate? What's going to happen? And to our surprise, I mean, real estate really just kept on getting stronger and stronger and stronger. And we've all learned how to work differently uh, and how to make things work where there's a will, there's a way. Uh, And during the lockdown, we all figured out how to use Zoom, even though I remember in the beginning, I couldn't even get on right. And, Thank goodness, and I pray to God and I say a prayer at night that this pandemic is seems to be winding down. Um, I'm hoping that it'll, you know, by September it'll be more like, you know, something that like a flu shot. But real estate is crazy, and I don't see that I'm gonna tell you today a little about we're gonna talk a little just about simple buying and selling and some of the things that you should know, and some of the things you should know about mortgages and i've had so many questions so we'll get to some of them um but we're just great to be here we always we'd love to hear from you so our number is eight six six nine seven zero nine six two two. 970 that's eight six six nine seven zero nine six two two. 970 and although i have i probably have 150 questions that you've uh texted me or um, that we will get to over the air uh, we'd love to hear you in person um, I'm, I'm, I don't have to introduce. He goes without any introduction. Um, the senior vice president of Citizens Bank, Ace Watasupar.
3: Good morning, uh, Dottie. Good,
2: good morning, morning Stephen.
3: Good morning. Good morning, A- and, and Dottie. Uh, just wanted to mention, you know, during nine eleven, uh, we we saw people in hazmat, you know, walking around downtown, and we thought we thought it was we. we We didn't even think that it was going to recover as quickly as it did, and you know, during the pandemic, experts were saying that it's going to take five years for us to recover. And you know what? A year later, I'm walking around New York City, and it's back better than ever. And and, you know, sometimes you just scratch your head. It's we're so it's it's so resilient that you know, every time there's a crisis. We always bounce back even better. And it's just, uh, it's unbelievable, Dottie. It is.
2: And you know something? I I was negotiating the sale of Douglas Elliman right after 9-11, which to get someone to lend you money uh, after 9-11, when, if you recall, you go back, it was orange alert, red alert. Yeah. Uh, We would be evacuating buildings. And the banker said to me, Dottie, am I crazy lending one He said, I said, listen, if they hit New York again, I'm going to have arrows after this that way. I said, because it's, if they hit us again, it would be all over. Mm-hmm. If you go back, and you know, I had this urge. I had this urge to be, be at the World Trade Center. And if at, those of you who are in the city know that after 9-11, the closest you could get was to Canal Street. They had all security, so I took a cab to Canal Street, which is the furthest you could get. They wouldn't let you there, and uh, I took my license and I had one of the girls that still that works for Douglas Elliman with me, and I just passed two security posts and I flashed my license because the press was allowed in. I go press and I I I passed two stop check centers. I got to, not, to the World Trade Center, and right across from the World Trade Center was a, polo, a Ralph Lauren a polo store. And I walked into the polo store, and everything was, all the jeans, everything was just neatly piled, like nothing was out of place. But there was tons of soot and dust. And if you look right across from the, from the Ralph Lauren, the World Trade Center was blown out. Everything was just blown down. And there was a church. I have right next to the World Trade Center, a little church. And the church, not a thing, not a window, not anything. It just stood there totally untouched when everything around it was a wreck. I will never forget that. And by the way, if those of you have never gone to the 9-11 Museum that's downtown... It's a great, it really is. They did a great job of it. And, you know, during the summer, if you have your kids or you don't have your kids, it's just a wonderful thing. But as Ace was saying, and I think I posted it, never bet against New York, you're going to lose. And New York, we'll talk about it, is really coming back. I just want to say to uh, Stephen, welcome, Stephen. who's our co-host also, and he specializes in real estate. We all do in some ways, both residential and commercial. Stephen is a partner at Casson Casson LLP, and Casson uh, Casson has offices in Manhattan, Westchester, Dallas, Phoenix. And so, if you have legal questions, we've got the expert team. And if there's anything that you ask us that we don't know, we sure as hell know where to find out. Good, good morning,
4: about- Dottie. Good to good be morning. here with everybody. And, and, you know, given that it's Memorial Day weekend, you couldn't have picked a more important, you know, connection story of 9-11. And, you know, maybe the weather's a little dreary outside. Um, As I was saying to a friend, I said, at least the lawn will be happy. Um, Well, that's a good um, way to look at it. (laughs) But let me
2: tell you something. I'm in the Hamptons. It's I've had a house here for a long time. Um, It was one of my first achievements of... Ace, you'll like this story. This is when you could have no income and buy a house. I was just starting out. It was my dream to have a house in the Hamptons. So my account said, you can only spend like 350,000. This is going back. That's it. So I looked and I looked and looked. They called me the customer from hell. I did not have any uh, Douglas Elliman offices uh, then in the Hamptons. So I was using, you know, some other brokers, and um, they showed me a property that was like $750,000. And by the way, everyone, you know, I had loads of the kazoo. I used to tell those of the people that worked for me for 25, 30 years, that I'd say, guys, don't cash your checks today. I don't have the money. I got to put it in the bank. Okay. And I have such a loyal group of people. I have to tell you. I could have never done it without them. But to make a long story short, so I bought this house for seven hundred. I said, "But I don't qualify for that." It was six hundred twenty-five thousand. But it had a pool, and it had a tennis court, and it was brand new. And I said, "Well, I can't qualify for this." So I called the mortgage guy, and he said, Dottie, do you want the house?" I said, "Yes." He said, "It's yours." Those were the days. you could get a mortgage. You really didn't have to show a whole lot. And I, but I had figured out how much I could rent it for. You know, if I couldn't afford to keep it like all the time, you know, during the summer. So, uh, do they have stated income anymore, Ace?
3: You know, they do have some sort of. uh, Would you tell everyone
2: what stated income is? Because I, I, I'm, I'm, you know, would you tell them what stated income is?
3: Yes, stated income, it's a product where a consumer doesn't need to show their income. It's stated. Um, you have to be self-employed. Um, but again, you know, it's it's one of those things where that type of product got us into the um sort of housing uh, um I guess that 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 product, uh Dottie, I would say I I wouldn't recommend to a lot of our consumers just because you, you want to make sure that you can qualify for your For your mortgage, but in in a very responsible uh, financial way, uh, that type of product got us into trouble in two thousand and nine two thousand and ten but they there's still products like that out there i would I would just advise our listeners if you are going to utilize a product like that, just make sure that you're talking to your financial advisor, make sure that you're able to afford the payments and um, it could be a good product depending on how you use it
2: it's true that's why i always advise everyone you know and i think um the key to you know a lot of the key to our successes and that's why we work with a team if you go to a broker or anybody who says they know everything go 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 to the other direction and working with the right team and you know saying hey you know what and i have a general understanding of mortgages and I'm not an attorney, but I have the basics. I mean, we're doing this so long. But I would never. I and One of the things that we all do here at Douglas Elliman, okay, as Citizens, at Steve's from we make sure that we work with a team of experts. We don't try to be a general guy that, or woman that thinks they know everything. Okay? And so it's important. And it's important for you to be knowledgeable. And the best thing about it is, it's not that you have to pay for the knowledge. That's why we do this show. You can call any one of us, and especially with financing, and discuss the different options. There are so many different ways to finance things. And even if you're thinking of paying your loan off, you know, I remember my dad, I mean, he was a World War II guy and he, I mean, the house was everything. They had the VA bill, and you had no money down. And after World War II, there was a boom of all the guys that got out of the uh, war to buy houses and be with their loved ones and be with their sweethearts and get married and have families. And uh, the VA loans were no money down. Okay, there's a slew of different types of financing. And then people say to me, and you know, the the dream was let's let me pay my mortgage off. And yesterday, last night, matter of fact, I was at a party and a woman, unfortunately, whose husband died, and she has it was a second marriage, and she she has young kids with her husband, but he's, but he has also older kids through his first marriage. She said, Well, she has a, a beautiful house and she's selling it, and she's lost. The buyers didn't, you know. I don't know, the buyer's attorney didn't get involved, the sales attorney, her attorney said, I can't talk to you because you're not, It's the house is in a trust. It gets very complicated. So I sat with her for a, a while last night and I said to call because knowledge is power and it doesn't cost you anything. So to find out what's available with the mortgages and what's best for you, because A lot of people give you advice and most of them are trying to give you the best advice they can, but many are talking about their situation and everyone's situation is different. So all you have to do is give any one of us a holler and we'll be glad to help you along. And there's, you know, when I started the business, there was only three ways you could buy. Well, four. (laughs) You can buy all cash, which, hey, if you got it, so be it. Um, you could go VA, those who served in any of the, you know, our, our, our wars, no money down. And you could go FHA, which is federally housing, um, which is an insured loan. And you can get away with putting a little bit less money down. Uh, and then you could get a conventional 20-year mortgage. And that was it. Now there's so many variations. And then people ask, oh, should I pay my mortgage off? I mean, that's, I don't know. I don't know if you should pay your mortgage off today. You know, if you have the money to pay your mortgage off with interest rates. So this girl, as low as this girl said, but you know what? Somebody told me I shouldn't have taken it if it was all cash because I said they might have the cash to buy the house. They might just want to get, take advantage of the low interest, the low interest rates and have use of their money. So. There's all factors to it that are involved, and the good news is it's all free. And if you call any of us or go to our Facebook page, Iron Real Estate, or leave it a message with the radio show, we're glad. We're glad to either give you our own advice, or and if there's something we don't know, try to find it out for you. Um, but that's what it's all about. Um, there's a lot to know, but let me tell you some good news. I don't know if you ever heard of, well, I'm sure if you have kids, you heard of Legos, but Legoland in New York Resort is to begin preview days, May 29th. So they did. Legoland, New York's resort, is getting one step closer to opening this summer. Legoland is a New York resort. It's located at Legoland Boulevard in Goshen, which is about 60 miles northwest of New York City. At the first theme park to open in the Northeast in decades, this preview period is our chance to welcome families who have been patiently waiting, giving them a chance to experience Legoland New York in its final stages of completion. Currently, there are two options. The Gold Annual Pass is two hundred twenty nine dollars, excuse me, two hundred twenty nine ninety nine and ninety nine cents per individual, ages three and older. And during the preview days, single day passes will be reduced to $49.99. So that's like the $50 during the um, preview, when you can preview it, it's much cheaper. Okay. And I you know, it's the first theme park and it's worth a, a, a trip. I mean, it's worth a trip. I think it's going to be fabulous. Bryant Park picnic is, because New York is back. I am telling you, uh, I almost feel, I get emotional because I've been elsewhere during the pandemic and when I'm in New York, on Wednesday, when people were allowed to wear, take their masks off walking if they had vaccines. I have to tell you, we said it last week, the city was like crazy. Everybody was happy, Everybody's was rejoicing. People, the restaurants were jammed and people were just like happy because we really went through a lot and you know, it felt really good. And I was like, oh gee, I'm not wearing jogging pants. I'm wearing forward heels again, which that's not so good but it really, really is so, and you feel the energy and you feel people just happy to be out and be talking to people and be seeing people. We've all been through a lot, but I think there's always a lesson learned and we've learned that, you know what, what's most important is your family, your friends, and your health. And again, your home, no matter how small it is, no matter how big it is, no matter what size it is, no matter where it is, it's your home and it's where people feel safe. Um, And I remember Ace and I, and Steve, we didn't go back as far as that. But Ace and I lived through the, the disasters in two thousand and seven or two where people were going to the banks to get their money and everybody was in foreclosure. Okay. And after 9-11 people were afraid we were expecting another set terrorist attack. And Ace, remember they had Hazmat suits? Yeah. And then what was the answer? what was the they they were they had they were expecting a terrorist attacks of and People would call and say, "Daddy, can you find me a, a little bigger house so I can have my kids and we can all stay together? Uh, people's homes were so... And I remember reading, The American Dream is Dead. Okay? And then in 2007, 2008, if you recall, people were lining up at the banks to get their money out.
3: Yeah, they were trying to take it all out, Daddy. I remember. Right.
2: And eight. They
3: said the
2: millennials, they're never going to buy. They saw their parents lose all their money. They're not going to buy. They're taking the And, oh. Yeah, I think. Finish that. We're going to finish this. It's interesting. You can't always listen to what to do. Okay? They said they would never buy. They saw their parents money. I couldn't tell you why they're going It's just
5: Hey, it's Joe Piscopo. My friends over at Route 22 Toyota want me to remind you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, get over to the -the state-of-the-art service facility in Hillside, New Jersey, please. Alex Kinsella has the entire team staying safe, wearing masks, socially distancing, fogging vehicles with every single service to make sure they're disinfected. At Route 22 Toyota, they always get it right. They're doing their part to stay safe. Plus, right now, Route 22 Toyota is offering qualified buyers more reasons than ever to get into a new Toyota, like 0% APR are financing up to five years and zero down leases on some of your favorite Toyota models. Call 855-621-9949 for details and make sure to tell them Joe sent you. 855-621-9949 to schedule a test drive and Route 22 Toyota will get you driving a new Toyota with zero percent interest or zero down leases. Now that is the smart way to buy. Route 22 Toyota, Route 22 West in Hillside, New Jersey or at Route 22 Toyota they say
1: if you love something set it free at lifelock we say what a load of bull hockey all that saving up and paying off debt and now some identity thief wants to set it free crazy talk lifelock helps monitor your info and alerts you to potential identity threats if you become a victim we'll help fix it no one can monitor all transactions but lifelock helps you keep what's yours Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com with promo code SMART.
0: Has your relationship taken a turn? Is it time to call it quits? Do complex matters such as custody, alimony, child support, prenups, and financial matters make your head spin? Then tune in every Sunday evening at 5 for Should I Stay or Should I Go? with attorney Tanya Helfand from Helfand & Associates. With over 25 years of experience, Tanya will guide you through the confusing world of family law so that everyone can make the right decision. It's Should I Stay or Should I Go? Sunday evenings at 5 on AM 970, The Answer.
6: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
5: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... Lemu, Lemu. and Doug.
6: Check it out, Lemu, a roadside carnival. Step right up, folks. Test your strength. Come see the fire-breathing
0: baby.
1: <laughs> Let's fan out and tell people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need.
4: Look, an Emu wearing sunglasses.
1: Lemo,
4: you're famous.
1: Only pay for what you need. Liberty, liberty,
4: liberty, liberty.
2: I'm Dr. Andrea Russo, a cardiologist. Maybe you're waiting to talk to your doctor right now. But if you're having an irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, don't wait. This could be a serious condition like atrial fibrillation, which can make you about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you're having these symptoms, don't wait. Talk to a doctor by phone, online, or in person.
6: Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer.
0: It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. Back,
2: you're listening to I on Real Estate. We are talking about, well, first of all, Happy Memorial Day weekend. And even though it's kind of um, gloomy out and the weather forecasters say that there'll be rain the whole weekend. However, you know, my next life, I'm coming back as a weather woman because you don't have to be right. And people just say, well, that's the weather. Who knows? But anyhow, people are still happy. They're happy to be out. They're happy to be working. I tell you, I came to the Hamptons yesterday, and it is, I have never seen it so busy, okay? And usually, if there's a forecast for a bad weekend, it's not so busy. It is jammed. You can't get a space. You probably have to call restaurants three weeks before to get any any kind of normal time, unless you want to go at 4 o'clock in the afternoon or very late. It's jammed, and people were just happy because it's been a long haul. People are happy to see each other. Uh, people are wearing their masks um, inside stores and things of that nature. I don't say that they've dropped that, but you know, outside there, most people aren't. And it's just, everyone's just thrilled. So uh, it's good. But we were talking about some of the new things and, and how the city has come back. And I emphasize the city because we were the F- epicenter. I mean, we got hit the the furthest, but real estate is booming. And some of the things that are coming back to the city that you wanna might, might want to take advantage, Bryant Park picnic performances are back. Bryant Park is excited to announce the 221 return of picnic performances, 25 live and in-person music, dance, and theater events produced in partnership with a diverse and storied lineup of New York City's performing arts institutions. Thanks to the generous help of uh, Bank of America, nearly all of the events will be available for the public to live stream at no cost, significantly expanding the audience beyond the park. The season opens June 9th with a fortnight run of shows by musicians from the New York Philharmonic and closes on September 20th with a 100th anniversary celebration of a beloved neighbor, the Town Hall. All events are free. And open to the public with limited capacity, and registration is required. So that's another thing to look forward to. There's so many really things you can take advantage of that are not much, that are either free or very low cost. Um, Mayor de Blasio uh, has announced a three month tax holiday for New York City hotels beginning June 1st. Um, in effort to prop up the city's struggling hospitality and tourism industries. Because, of course, you know, New York, huh, tourism is a big part of it. And, of course, during the pandemic, uh, the hotels, a lot of them were closed. And uh, they lost a lot of business. And until people feel safe, they're not coming. So uh, that's what he's done to help. I think that's a good thing. I don't say many great things about de but I will give him. So what he did is... in a- He has uh, eliminated, he eliminated 5.8, you know, almost 5.9% hotel room occupancy tax rate from June 1st to August 31st to give the hotels a little break. Revenue from hotel occupancy uh, tax is down 89% compared to fiscal year's 2020, underscoring how badly the pandemic has damaged the city's tourism economy. So, um, because people were afraid and you know, you hear the news and listen, when you read the sun is shining every morning, things are happy. People are all happy. Crime is low. don't already want to listen to that. So everything is dramatized. I'm not saying you shouldn't believe what you read, but a lot of it's someone's opinion. Okay. And a lot of it is dramatized. And, If everything was nice, the people don't read it. So know that you should do your own homework too. But the hotel industry did suffer, so they're trying to give them some help. The leisure and hospitality sector lost 275,000 jobs from March to December of 2020, putting many hotel employees, particularly ones that were not in unions, out of work. The city hopes that the tax holiday will allow hotels to lower their room rates and improve occupancy as tourists return to the Big Apple this summer. Now, one of the reasons I believe the Hamptons, I mean, look, the Hamptons during the season is always busy. But I've been here long enough to sense when it's like sick. Uh, it's crazy this year. But one of the reasons that I believe is because people haven't a lot of times people rented their houses and left for Europe. And people are staying put a lot of people are staying put this summer so they're not renting their houses and they're not going to Europe so it's gonna be more domestic I believe I think people you know I think until next year to maybe September uh, when Broadway reopens I think people just want to make sure that we're you know a little we're, we're getting there but a little further along so people are gonna be staying more local so when you want to fill up your summer and that's why we should talk about second houses and is it worth it to buy one but but when you want to talk about the summer a lot of things but there's a lot to do here and we'll keep you posted on events and things that you can take advantage of that are really no money so we think this will help the hospitality industry but frankly the hospital the hotel charges in New York were very high uh, that didn't really stop people uh, it's not about that. I don't even think it, it, you know. It's really about safety. It's about the virus. Obviously, um, I don't ever get political on this show, but I am going to say we need our police force. Okay, and you know, in life, there are bad doctors. There are some bad nurses. There are some bad attorneys. There are some bad real estate people. There are some bad accountants. There's always some. A couple. But as a whole, the industry, like, you know, we need our police. Okay, so uh, we just want to say thanks to them. And, yes, there's always a couple of bad seeds in a group, but we we really need our police because people need to feel safe. And I have been on the show, and Ace will tell you, we said New York was the safest big city in the United States of America. And I don't know what it is now because it seems that there's crime a lot of places. But we're gonna get we're gonna get back, I have no doubt about it. And as we were saying before, Ace and I witnessed when they said nobody's gonna buy, millennials will never buy. They saw their homes, houses, the parents lose money. And most of their parents lost money because they pulled out equity in their house. And maybe too much. But um not the case. The millennials that's their generation. They want to buy. They're our biggest sector of buyers, and they're gun ho. So we're we're confident that, that this is not a bubble. This is not you know going to last for like two more months. We think that the real estate's going to be crazy for a long time to come. I'll actually give you my numbers and the uh, no and the city's. Lower East Side Festival of Arts, which had to be presented virtually last year, uh, that's coming back. All events will be presented in and around the theater for New York City at 155 First Avenue at East 10th Street. Admission is free, and you can give donations. And by the way, Hudson Yards, um, Ace, can you describe what the or Steven? The vessel at Hudson Yards, I don't know if any of you have been there, but I think Hudson Yards just about opened when we had the pandemic. It wasn't – maybe it was six months, a year. But uh, the vessel I, – I don't know. How would you – can you explain? I don't even know how to describe that vessel at uh, Hudson Yards.
4: Sure. Yeah, I think, I think what you're referring to is sort of the landscape architecture – it looks like from a distance almost a big pot in the sense of its shape, but it's not filled in. It's a variety of staircases that go up and down, um, and it's sort of, uh, you know, sort of like a graphic art. It's sort of like almost like M.C. Escher made a sculpture instead of a, a painting. Uh, is how I best describe it.
2: Right, um, but you you can walk up the steps, and it's a whole touristy thing. It's like, uh, and then exa- exactly. you it. Exactly. You can like, walk
4: up, you can stop at different levels and you go up and down and, and see different viewpoints and vantage points. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Well, that's open, and uh, because three people jumped so they closed it, but they I found yeah. another place. Uh, we'll, we're going to continue talking about what's going on in the city and Long Island Westchester, and we have love. Love you Remember, we love to hear from the level up to the from bad Remember? I know everyone's busy this weekend, but we'd love to hear your calls or email us at ZadieHerberg.com or radio show dot com for our Facebook page. I to write like that.
1: Have you ever wanted to learn a new language like French, Spanish, or Russian? but thought it would be too difficult and time-consuming? Then go to Babbel.com and try it for free. Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you will actually use. In 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel uses a modern conversation-based technique that makes language engaging, fun, and memorable. Language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at babbel.com. Just go to babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's babel.com, babbel.com. B A B B E L.com.
0: Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join us for the Safe Money Radio Show Saturday afternoon at 3. You can also call now for your complimentary customized Safe Money information kit and 115-page Safe Money book at 844-751-SAFE. That's 844-751-SAFE, 844-751-7233. The Safe Money Radio Show, Sunday afternoon at 3 on AM 970, The Answer. Your business
6: is ready for a reboot, a recharge. The way our companies operate has changed. The changes haven't been easy, but there's help. The marketing team at Salem Surround gives you the tools needed to stand out and be visible to current and potential customers online right now looking for what you do. We can design a plan that targets potential customers with proven marketing strategies. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. SurroundNewYork.com Connecting you with new customers
5: Hey, it's Joe Piscopo You may know me as a guy with a knack for punchlines But today I have a serious message Like me, you probably know a relative, friend, or a co-worker Whose life has been upended by cancer You yourself may be facing cancer But fighting cancer does not have to be done alone At Trinitas Comprehensive Cancer Center in Elizabeth Dedicated and experienced oncologists and skilled nurses Stand beside patients all the way from diagnosis through treatment the entire staff works together to devise the most effective range of treatment therapies for each and every patient cancer care navigators help patients manage all the physical emotional and spiritual aspects of living with cancer and in a caring compassionate and uplifting setting brings a comforting and targeted approach to cancer care so take a moment to call the trinitas comprehensive cancer center at 908-994-8000 get more information about cancer care delivered with the whole patient in mind. That's 908-994-8000.
6: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
5: Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever and soon. Right now, save up to $500 on our top-rated brands when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 on Sealy or save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets. Shop America's best brands confidently with our low-price guarantee. Hurry into Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com. sale.
0: It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866 970 9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO Dottie Herman.
2: Back, we're listening to I on Real Estate, and I was telling you just that the home buying is a national phenomenon. It's just not in any one place. Everything is going up for millennials. Well, with all this they are believers of home ownership we all are um, and I have some they the most recent home price expectation survey a survey of over 100 economists real estate experts and investment and market strategists expect home appreciation to increase as follows now this is a national number so obviously it' be higher in certain places a little bit lower in others but basically in 2021, 6% and I can tell you I've seen them go up more in uh, some of the suburbs uh, of the city 2022 4.5% 223 4% and they expect 2024 and 2025 to go up 3.6% now that's a general number and that's an average of you know some markets will go way higher some markets will great but nobody no economist doesn't mean that they're right because remember, people can't predict the future. They take past information, they kind of make uh, decisions on where things are going, but nobody really knows. So, but everyone predicts that homeowners are going to make a substantial amount of money in home equity over the next five years. So we are looking at a good now again. Anything can change. But we're looking at a pretty good real estate market. If you're thinking of selling uh, over the next five years, if you're ready to buy a home, you certainly have to sit back with Ace or talk to a, you know, somebody of Citizens, and you know, get all the uh, information about mortgages. But it looks, from all we can see, and we'll be the first to tell you things change that the next bunch of years are going to be pretty good for real estate. We don't expect uh that you know things are gonna drop and i think i've told you on the last three or four shows if you are thinking of selling your house in the next couple of years this is the time to sell and if you don't have a place to buy because one, well, you know if you sell you're gonna have to if you're buying you're gonna have to buy something just as you know you're gonna pay top dollar too wherever you're going so if you you know there's some beautiful luxury rentals or you could rent a house if you were thinking of selling, we're going to give you some tips on what to do with your house to fix it up. And if you can sell the next year or so, sell. It's a good time. And rent something until you find. Because it looks like it's going to be a good a good run. I have to tell you the story. Now, I read this story. I don't know. I think it's a post. Let me see. Where did I get it from? Yes, it looks post. Okay. Stephen and Ace, tell me what your... <laughs> You're reading. Now this is a true story. This is and this happened um a Long Island in East Meadow, Long Island. A man lived rent free for twenty three years. Now, Steve or Ace, do you know how that can be done?
4: Um <laughs> uh, the, uh, not not in a normal sense. You're gonna have to have either an absentee landlord. Um, You're gonna have, you know, maybe you had a bank-owned property, what we call REO, real estate owned, and somebody wasn't watching what was going on. Um, You know that—that is, you don't want to have the exception to prove the rule, and this is definitely there's probably some odd facts going on here.
2: No, 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 I'm not telling you the guy's a criminal. I'm not telling you to do this. But I was reading this and I couldn't believe it. I just want you to listen to some, I mean, I guess the guy was pretty creative. Listen to what he did. A Long Island man who only ever made one mortgage payment. One mortgage payment. Has definitely used the courts to stay in his house for 23 years. Okay? For free. He lived in his house 23 years for free. Paid one mortgage in 23 years. I can't even pronounce his name, but it's not even important. It has spelled. He was 52 years old. So what he did, he filed four lawsuits and claimed bankruptcy seven times to avoid being booted from the 2,000 square foot East Meadow home. He bought for $290,000 in 1998, so far it has worked. Two different banks and real estate companies have owned the three-bedroom, two and a half bath home since he was foreclosed upon. Now he was foreclosed upon, but understand—we'll talk a little about that. When they for, when your home doesn't go goes into foreclosure in New York State, it takes a long time before you actually get thrown out. So he was in foreclosure, and. Um, he not only was the occupant of the $400,000 home, leveraging the U.S. bankruptcy code's automatic stay rules, which Stephen, you'll have to tell us about this, which yep. give debtors a temporary reprieve for all collection efforts, harassments, and foreclosures. At least three other people listing the home at, uh, I guess it was Kenmore Street, have also filed bankruptcy in Brooklyn Federal court, winning automatic stays, only to have the claims eventually dismissed, court records show. So this man's history of litigation is incredibly long, and uh, that he has seen occupants staying in foreclosed homes before nothing ever approaches the length of this one. I mean, I've seen people saying foreclosed over five years, six years, but this man has lived rent-free for 23 years. Hansbell, who had initially a 7.375% interest rate on the $232,000 home, he had an adjustable rate mortgage, likely saved himself upward to $440,000 by not paying his bills. Hanswell got the mortgage from Washington Mutual in 1998, made exactly one payment of $1,602.37, and then he defaulted, prompting the banks to begin foreclosure proceedings a year later, court records showed, In May of 2020, Washington Mutual foreclosed on the home, and Hanswell was forever barred from any claim to the property. But Hansville never left. By January of 2021, he filed his first bankruptcy claim record show, and he went on to file another in November and two more in 2002 and one in 2003. The bankruptcy filings didn't work, and he and Hansville simply went to state courts seeking relief, sometimes acting as his own attorney in 2004 he transferred the home's deed to a friend okay and even though he had no legal right to do so according to court papers Powell used the Kenmore Street address filed for bankruptcy in 2005 and to make a long short, the new bank was unable to boot Hansville, and he's been locked in litigation for years and I mean I can go on and on but he's still there and he keeps on transferring the house when he has no legal rights. And so the history of this case is going on for 20 years. And it must come to an end. And uh, he's still living there. And he's paid one mortgage he's been here 23 years. Stephen, how does that happen? Well, it
4: is an indictment of our court system and our banks a little bit. And so what happens is, and let me explain a few different things, is one, Some states in the country have what we call non-judicial foreclosure. A non-judicial foreclosure, which is not the case in New York, is a much more expedited process. In New York, when you get a loan, the instrument where the bank has a lien in your property is called a mortgage. In other states, it's called a deed of trust. In a deed of trust state, and by the way, not to get confused with a regular deed, or deed is what transfers ownership, But a deed of trust is the equivalent of the mortgage document in some states where literally if you're not in compliance, there is an appointed trustee with your closing. And if you're not in compliance, they could knock you out in a couple of months sometimes in some states, 90 days, 120 days, very, very different. But here you have the foreclosure process. The banks are sort of running it half asleep, I have to say. And then what happens is that he threw in bankruptcy. Now... There is a lot of concepts wrapped up in bankruptcy law. Some of the ideas of trying to have a fresh start. Some of the ideas is to take away the moral stigma and sort of reorganize, see what can be paid, and just move on because you can't really get blood from a stone. But one of them is auto, is the automatic stay, which you mentioned, and it, you, part well, of it. what you is that automatic
2: people, stay, Steve? What yeah, is
4: exactly. That yeah, that's exactly what I'm about to explain. So the automatic stay gives you a chance to reorganize. Imagine if you're drowning in debt, and you have every debtor calling you and sending you letters and harassing you, and sometimes people just give up. Oh, the mortgage company, oh, the credit card company, or the utilities, I'm drowning. I can't – I, I guess it's too much. So when you file for bankruptcy, there's something called an automatic stay, and the court says, hey, stop. Stop for a minute. Let's gather all the information, let's be organized, and let's, based on the body of law, separating secured credit and unsecured certain exemptions, let's organize what the estate is for the person who's going into bankruptcy, and let's make a deal and put it all together. Um, That being said, 23 years is outrageous. It, It is, you cannot have a functioning legal system if it takes 23 years to resolve an issue. I think it's completely outrageous. The idea that he's manipulating the systems at outrageous. And let me tell you something, before some people might say, hey, good for this guy, he stuck it to the banks, you know, those greedy banks. But let me tell you something, people like him make it more expensive to borrow. Because what happens is every business is in business to make money. And if you're gonna go get a mortgage from any bank, what happens is they got to realize there's going to be a small percentage of people who are going to play games and everyone else who's honest and paying their mortgage and doing the right thing, they get hit with a higher rate because the banks know some of the difficulties they have in collecting. So the rest of society pays for it for this guy to cheat the system. And, and I'll say cheat well, the system because 23 years is ridiculous.
2: Yeah. No, listen, I, I know in New York, it takes a long time to get out. And I, you know, I would tell people like in California, if you go into foreclosure, like you could be thrown out three weeks. And um, in New York, I know people who lived in houses five years, six years before they actually had to get out. And some of them of which rented their houses and moved out anyway. Um, But when I heard 23 years, I had to share it with everybody because I'm not... I'm just saying, I, and of course, I'm not professing this is a horrible thing, but how this man manipulated, and I didn't really understand the bankruptcy. If you declare bankruptcy, you get like an automatic stay?
3: You always
4: get an automatic stay, whether it's personal or business bankruptcy, there is this concept of the automatic stay, because part of it is they're trying to figure out what's going on, right? Let's say you owe $2 million, but your assets are worth $1 million you can't just make up the second million dollars where is it going to come from so what the courts do is they say look we're going to pause it and then obviously personal and corporate are different and also it depends if what we do and now i'm speaking generally i'm mixing up the two so there's different chapters if it's a reorganization versus a liquidation right when you hear sometimes in the business world and i don't want to go too far down this but you hear, like, this is the fifth time that they went through bankruptcy. I don't understand. Why do they keep on going through bankruptcy? They are, those types of are what we call a reorganization where there is a business that's worth salvaging that can work, but maybe their overall debt's too high, but otherwise they can make the business work versus a liquidation where there's no way this business can work and we're just going to shut what? it down.
2: And Ace, you're going to be the first to say the banks are not in the business of selling homes. Yeah. And they don't want your home. So they want, they don't want to take your home away and have it in foreclosure. Exactly. So w- the banks generally, if you have a problem, and this guy was a scam artist, obviously he took advantage of everything he could have think. But when the average person, and I, in 2007, I guess, I, I had one of my uh, administrative assistants who worked with me from the day that I started called me up and said, Zari, I just want you to know ahead of time, um, I can't pay my mortgage payments and I'm going to be going to foreclosure. They're taking my house and I'm going to move in with my mother, but I'm still going to work, blah, blah, blah. And I said, don't move out of your home. Stay in your home, call the bank. You know, generally, I mean, I mean, Ace, maybe you could give us more information on that. But generally, the banks try to work with you. They don't want to take your house back.
3: Right. Um, as you can see, this gentleman stayed in his home for 23 years. Call it, uh-huh. you, you know, call it evil. Call it what you may. You know, he could have been on something here. He could be a genius. He may be our next guest. But uh, right. I'm kidding. But um, look. It's, uh, it's one of those things where the bank, well, we'll, we'll talk about it after, after the break, Dottie.
2: All right. We'll finish this business this thing. We'll
6: be right back after a
0: break. Eye no, on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A.